25 burning down 129, yeah Looking for the law while I push my luck She loves shotgun like it ain't no thing Turn the radio on so the girl can sing right Pull them to the party like y'all was some Tonight is bottoms up What's going on, everybody? Michael Lee here. <clears throat> I told you I was going to get a little better by this podcast recording stuff, so I figured that I would make myself do it as often as possible, which is hopefully every week. Keep everybody up to date with what's going on in Backwoods Life. I want to thank that little intro there from my good buddy Brantley Gilbert with his multi-platinum song, Bottoms Up. The good jam from a few years ago. Did a pretty good little thing for his career, I think. You know, got him uh, probably a little fatter bank account. But uh, anyway, that's my buddy, Brantley Gilbert. One of the best guys I know. Super guy, big heart. Does a lot for veterans and loves kids. I mean, he's got the bad boy persona, but he's, he's a super guy. Great friend. Glad, uh, glad that I know him. That's for sure. So anyway, I hope everybody's doing good. It's um, June 25th. 2020 and time is flying by deer season will be here before we know it and one thing that's going to be here within the next five days is season 16 of backwoods life holy crap can you believe it's been this is 17 years in business within 16th season on the air i can't believe it i mean i know a lot of y'all probably haven't followed us along that long but it's been a wild ride if you can turn anything that you do into something that you love, that you enjoy doing, and get to do it for that many years, it's pretty pretty wild to pull that off, I guess is the best way to put it, because uh, we've definitely had ups and downs, trials and tribulations, and yet we're still here, we're still doing our thing, and thank y'all for supporting us, the companies that are out there that get behind what we do and let us advertise for them on our show, and social media outlets and various things of sorts. Thank all of y'all out there that watch, tune in, get the little rating numbers, participate in what we do and check out those products that we get to use on the show. That's a lot of people don't understand about outdoor TV. They think the misconception commonly is that we get paid to be on TV. And I wish that was the case. That would my life so much easier. Me and Kevin both because uh, we would much rather just sit back and get paid and go hunting and make our show and just, I mean, do the, do the work, but uh, it doesn't work that way. So what, the way it works is, for those that don't know, we actually pay, we buy our airtime from the network. So we, we write a check for, to Sportsman's Channel to be on the network. And in return, what we do is we turn around and we work with these advertisers to sell basically the advertising slots we reach out to you know real tree and expedition archery and antler king and hawk optics and quality archery design hunter safety system all these great companies that we work with and those are the guys that pay us to work with them to promote those products to let you all know about their new stuff their 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 you know steady lines i mean everything that they have rolling out it's our job to let you all know about. And so we also implement that in our hunts, of course. So if you see us sitting in a tree wearing real tree camo, wearing a hunter safety system, shooting an expedition bow, 
with Hawk Optics binoculars around our neck. That's the reason why those companies are involved. And the people that watch outdoor TV that get bogged down complaining about advertising, well, it's a necessary evil. We have to have these products. We have to have these companies that we work with in there or you're not going to be able to watch anything we do. And that, and some people don't care. I mean, they think, well, I don't, you know, I don't, I don't, I'd rather watch just an old hunting show on YouTube and not have any advertising. Well, that's fine. And, and that's great. There's a, I mean, we have stuff on YouTube and that, and the ads are pulled out of it. So help go on our YouTube channel and watch to your heart's desire, watch our content too. But that's why what you see on TV is the way it is. We have no choice. We've got to pay the bills. And last time I checked, I don't have, you know, tens and hundreds of thousands of dollars laying around in my bank account anyway, just to go pay for a TV show to float my own ego, if you will. And that's not the case with us because I've never done this for egotistical reasons. I've always done it because I enjoy doing it. I get to hunt. I get to film it. I get to bring it to y'all. Kevin gets to hunt. He gets to film it. He gets to wrap it up because he's the editor in this awesome package that he's phenomenal at, at editing and doing. And, continuing to raise the bar that makes things that you guys enjoy that's our goal that's why we started doing backwoods bucks and beards you know our digital series is in the spring and the fall because we wanted to let you show a little bit of clips and teasers of what we're doing right now and how you know we really do have struggles it's not we go out and shoot something every time we go but also show you the extra stuff that we can't always fit into the 30 minute time frame on the television channel on our, our network broadcast show. So with all that being said, that's how the model works. That's why you have to see the advertising that you see. That's why this is a hard thing to do, especially for a lengthy amount of time. A lot of guys get in this industry, either they have a lot of money and good for them, not knocking that whatsoever. They get in here, they want to see themselves on TV. So that, that goes back to the egotistical reasons. Nothing's wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with wanting to see yourself on TV, but in longevity, if that's your only goal, you're not working hard for these companies so that you can be on TV, you're not going to be around long unless you just have a lot of money that you want to dump into it and float down this river. You know, it is what it is. Everybody's got their own reasons. Um, from our standpoint, it's always been a business model. We've always wanted to turn a revenue to be able to make a living doing what we enjoy to do. And it's very, very, very hard. Um, you know, I've got tons of friends in this industry. Uh, I know tons of people that have busted their butt, work hard. They work hard for their partners. They do it the right way, and they are successful. The guys that you see on television, most of them out there, and I'm not naming any names on anybody because I'm not going to talk bad about anybody because I don't know their story. I know my story. I know all the ins and outs of our story and our lives. I don't know theirs, so I'm not going to say how so-and-so did well or didn't do well, whatever. But most of the people you see out there being successful, they have worked very hard to get where they are. They didn't wake up one day and make a phone call to a company and say, hey, man, I want a TV show. Will you sponsor me? Oh, yeah, we think you're awesome. We just met yesterday. It doesn't work that way. And the relationships that start that way usually aren't long relationships. That's just the way it is. I've been around this thing way too many times. I've circled around this earth, you know, 17 times now while doing this. So I've seen a lot. I've seen the evolution of outdoor television. We first started there was no Facebook. There was no social media. There was no YouTube digital outlets, any of this stuff. If they were, they were very, very, very minute, small portions of the pie that nobody looked at, nobody focused on it, and had zero growth at that time. 
of course, we all know that that's evolved. Now we've got all these digital outlets. We've got, you know, tons and tons of people that's got YouTube channels and Instagram TV channels and all this. And that's great. I mean, I'm all for people going out there, working hard, honing their craft, developing their skill set to better themselves to be successful. And I don't care what you're doing, but I know this space. So this is the space that I'm talking about. You work hard. The biggest thing you need to do, because we get these questions all the time. How, how do I do what you got to do? How do I have my own TV show? That's my dream. Well, you chase the heck out of your dream. You have to, if anything, if you're going to be successful. But you've got to hone your skill set. Just because you can hunt and you can kill big deer doesn't mean you can video it, you can edit it, and you can polish it up in a package that people are going to want to consume. That's the caveat that most people don't understand is I've met some hunters in this world that are some of the best hunters, some of the best people you ever meet. You'll never see what they kill. They don't post it on social media. They don't video it. They don't do anything like that. Why? Because they don't care. They don't want to. That's not their thing. So what we do, we try to work with these kind of people to better our skill set. We learn from these hunters. We learn from these individuals. My dad's one of the best hunters I've known since I was growing up. Taught me more than I'll ever know, honestly. And my dad likes being on television. Why? Just because he likes to share his experience with other people. It's not about seeing his face. It's about sharing what he's doing. It's entertaining. It's having fun. Showing his passion for the outdoors and passing that on to other people. And I and I love it when people are like, man, I saw your dad. I love him. I, I, I saw him. He you know, turkey hunts with a 410. Man, that's, that's just so awesome. That's what it's all about to me. Giving back. I'm giving back to my dad for all these years that he gave to me. I mean, I don't know how many times, you know, hey, you're up. You're shooting first, you know, my whole life. Hey, kill your first deer. Kill your first buck. Kill your first turkey. Blah, 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 which actually he killed his first turkey with me before I killed my first turkey with me. So <laughs> it is what it is. But just like this past season, I got a new 410. My dad loves turkey hunting with 410. He knew I got this new 410. I want to shoot a turkey with it. Open day turkey season. Here comes a gobbler. Comes into us. And he says, get your gun and shoot him. He could have very easily said, hey, hold off. I won't shoot him. And I would have been fine with that. But he said, you go ahead and shoot him. I was like, all right. And I did. In hindsight, probably should let dad shoot that turkey. But why? I don't know. That's just, I just should have. But because giving back to him for all he's given to me. So going full circle with that part of the conversation. If you can, you're, you're, if you're Michael Waddell, you're Lee Lakoski, you're Jim Shockey, any of those guys, which are all good people. I've met all of them. I know them on some level. It's good people. They do, they do good things. Continue to give back. That's the biggest thing with this. You have to give back. Anyway, I'm going to take a short break. Be right back. All right, I'm back after that short intermission by Mr. Gilbert with Bottoms Up. Um, where I was at with all this was talking about being on television, how it works, hunting industry. And I, my point was with the people in this industry right now, the way it is, the way the world is working, which, you know, I don't know if the world's working right now or not. I mean, it's just it is what it is. But 
But all that being said, if we have some sort of return to normalcy, get out of these big cities and people get out in the outdoors, I don't give a crap if they're going to a state park on the weekend and fishing off a bridge with a cane pole and a box of crickets. It's something that will return somewhat a level of sanity to all this world. But point with that was the people of success, if you will, in this industry. So, you know, like our buddy Waddell and Mr. Lakoski and all those guys out there that your know, juries and just go down the list. I mean, even down to, to, to all of us that have some kind of platform out of industry, we owe it to the industry, to our future, to our future generations to use our platform to give back. Now, am I saying all of us need to all of a sudden start taking all these people hunting and you know, introducing to the outdoors. Well, yeah, if that's what you want to do, that's fine. But I'm thinking more along the lines of how can we reach people right now? Obviously, I mentioned the digital outlets that we're broadcasting a lot of our footage on. Uh, social media is a huge influencer. Reaching out to the younger generations, and, and I say younger generations, I mean the future generations of hunters, the people that are becoming of age to buy a hunting license, to buy a fishing license, to get outdoors. These mediums are how we're going to have to use to reach the future. That's going to be the only way we're going to be able to reach them, I believe, because the way things are going, this thing that's in the palm of your hand all the time called a cell phone, mobile phone, smartphone, whatever the heck you want to call it, iPad, all these things, that's the way we're going to have to utilize to reach the future. Not to just sell products for future use, but to get people drawn to the outdoors, drawn to hunting and fishing so that they too will say hey let me give this thing a try just like we did at some point in our life whether it was through our dad taking us a grandfather mom whoever that's how we got to reach these people that's how we got to reach the future we got to we got to use these use technology to our advantage and get more people out there and involved because the way things are going right now there's a whole lot of people that have never been raised in the outdoors they've never understood that if you are outdoors for three or four days hunting and you watch a sunrise, a sunset, you see these great animals, you catch a largemouth bass or heck, whatever kind of fish you catch, you sit down and you think about this thing, you know there's a greater purpose out there than just us being here to consume these things. They got here somehow. Whatever your belief is on that's your belief, but me, I know there's a greater creator that sat down and said, hey, I'm going to make an awesome place I'm going to let these people enjoy it. I'm going to make these people. I'm going to let them enjoy my creations. And here we are burning it to the ground. Literally. It is what it is, man. We just got to fight the good fight and stay the course. So, all that being said, I'm a really big talker on tangents. And here we are. Another tangent from Michael. Season 16 of Backwoods Life kicks off June 30th, 10 p.m. on Sportsman Channel in the Realtree block. I would love for you all to watch it. The first episode is from our home state, uh, my home state. Sorry, Kevin. Kevin's from Florida, but he grew up hunting with me. And I say grew up because we met each other at a really young age in our 20s. We've grown the last 15, 16, 17 years together. So, Kevin, you're from Georgia a little bit if you want to be or not. But... First episode, hunting in Georgia, our lease here, just a place that we got. And literally the first time we went out and put out trail cameras, and for weeks we checked them, and we would have one or two does on camera. 
And I'm thinking, man, we have screwed up. We have invested a lot of time and a lot of money. It was a beautiful place, awesome place. We got a nice little cabin on that we stay in, pond. I mean, it's it's a great little setup for us. But I'm thinking, man, we have spent this money and this time, and we don't have any deer to hunt. We might have some turkeys, and I'm just thinking, good gosh. But we worked hard, and it goes back to what I said earlier, working hard for anything you want to do, expanding your skill set, learning and adapting. That's what we've done on this piece of property. We've learned and adapted. Now, do we have 150-inch deer running around? Heck no. I ain't seen one yet. But we've got bucks, we got does, we got gobblers, we got hens, we got hogs. Unfortunately, that's a whole nother conversation podcast. But we've got a little place, our little piece of heaven, if you will, that we've had a lot of great times already in, in a couple years. Hopefully, have a lot more for a long time to go. And we turned that into a good little hunting place. We've got put up our redneck blinds on there. We planted antler king food plots. You know, we've got our antler king deer and elk pellets and rack maker feeds out for the deer to consume and get bigger and get better we're doing everything we can with the what we have to make it better and yes that was a bunch of shameless plugs for some great companies that we work with so that's going to be episode one we're going to have great hunts that we had there um we got some more episodes from that piece of property or another episode i think there's a couple deer off that place um we got some turkeys off of there on video that we're going to roll out an episode three, I think. Um, so anyway, a lot of good stuff coming off of our hard work, and that's what it's all about. It goes back to what I said. Work hard. You can get there. You can do what you want to do. We're also planning our trips for this fall. Um, we, I know we're going to hit Wisconsin, as we always do, with our buddy Washburn. Um, we're going to try to hit Michigan with our good buddy Earl Williams. Gonna try to hit Kentucky with Todd Duff, hopefully, and maybe some other spots there. Gonna try. We're gonna get back out of Texas with a buddy with Mike Mike Ryan. Used to be uh, Rolla Outfitters, now it's Texas brand Outfitters. Uh, great piece of property. Got a little little powwow family hunt going on with that. Um, golly, I don't even know what else. I think I'm gonna try to sneak to Oklahoma, hunt with a good buddy of mine out there, Garrett. Um, man, we just. Uh, Kevin's going to hit Illinois with Chris Bishop. Um, man, we just haven't got everything nailed down yet. But we're going to have a busy fall. We're going to hunt here in Georgia, of course, and hunt on our place and document all that. But at the end of the day, <clears throat> we've been blessed to do what we've done for this many years. And good Lord willing and the creeks don't rise, as a good buddy of mine used to say, we'll be able to keep doing it for 16, 17 more. Pass it on. Anyway, I appreciate everybody hopping on here listening, listening to my tangents and whatever you want to call it. But everybody get out there, work hard for what you want to do. If you ain't happy, make a change. Do something different. That's what I did, golly, I don't know, five or six years ago now. We were rolling along with Backwoods Life pretty good and some doors opened for me in the hunting industry. And I took a leap of faith and I still take one every day when I walk outside to walk out here to my office, but um, I don't know. God lays these paths out in front of you. Rely on him. Let him tell you where to go. I believe it. I'm proof of it. Got years of just more and more stories that I can't even fathom that try to bury the, I'm sorry, burden the weight on my own shoulders. 
and it's not mine to to carry. The big guy's got a plan for you. Just listen to him. He'll tell you what it is. We're all guilty of letting our own mind try to figure out our path instead of letting God lay it out for us. And um, we all fall short, but we can all put our trust in him to show us what to do. Love thy neighbor, as I say. Pray for everybody. We appreciate y'all. Love y'all. Catch you on the next one.